Pump up the volume on your parenting with Parent Pump Radio. Tune into something different that makes a difference. At Parent Pump Radio, instead of a ripple, we choose to create a splash. Get energized, get inspired, and get informed with how to parent in the new millennium with your host and parent coach super guide, Jacqueline T.D. Wynn. Hi, this is Jacqueline T.D. Wynn. We're here to pump up your parenting skills, pump up your knowledge, and pump up your energy. Welcome to Parent Pump Radio. Our show is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as missionsradio.org and liveleadplay.com. You can go to parentpumpradio.com to leave your questions, comments, suggestions for future show, and subscribe to our RSS feed so you will be automatically notified of new shows. So today's episode is going to be about body image. What do you think about how body image is portrayed in today's society? Are you concerned at all how your children are receiving this message? I know I am, especially if you have daughters. And do you want to teach your children positive body image? Because we know that in society, it's not going to change. The magazine's going to stay the same. So how do we enrich and fortify our children? Our guest today helps women honor and appreciate their body. As the creator of Love Your Body, Love Yourself, she helps women find that yes to the question, do you love your body? And also as a professional coach and speaker, she works one-on-one to empower women to reclaim their beauty. She also teaches women's sexuality workshop and yoga. And being a mother herself, she shares her passion for body acceptance to pregnant and postpartum mothers, and she teaches mama movement classes. And I'm sure she's very passionate about the family, just like we all are. So ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to Marla Mervis Hartman. Hi, Marla. Hi, thank you for having me. And you can find Marla on her website, get to know more about what she does and her program and services at loveyourbodyloveyourself.com. Very, very simple. (laughs) So what happens when you ask that question to someone, do you love your body? What do you get mostly from women? You know, I get usually no or uh, or sometimes or absolutely not. See, the question is triggering in itself, right? Yeah. And I think most women feel that saying yes is arrogant or that we're actually, it's more accepted that we don't like our body than we do like our body. And that's what I'd like to shift around is that more of the norm is, is that we're comfortable with our body way more than we're uncomfortable with our body. I like that you said the norm, you know, I think the norm is to pick at your body, pick at yourself. You know, I don't like my stomach. I don't like this. I don't like this. So if you aren't being picky about your body, it's almost not normal. Right. I've seen women and I've experienced myself where women are sitting around and it's almost like, I want to let you know that I know that I'm not perfect. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about my big butt. Yeah. So that you don't think, oh, look at her big butt. Though, you know, it's like, well, I know my butt is you know, just the silly nonsense stuff that we do. Yeah. And then we don't realize that we project that. The first person that hears what you say is yourself. Your ears are the two closest to your mouth. And so the more you say those things, even though in joking manner, your mind is believing it. So then you're projecting energetically. So then you're around your children, your daughter, 
your son? And then what are you saying haphazardly? Yeah, they think that that is what they're supposed to do as well. Mama talks about her body that way, then I guess I'm supposed to look at my body that way. Yeah. Mama looks in the mirror with disgust on her face. That's obviously what I'm supposed to do as well. Yeah. Well, I want to get really deep in this subject, but I want to know more about you. Like what made you so passionate about this area? Well, I have really suffered with this for most of my life, not liking my body, just obsessing about my body, doing crazy things with food, over-exercising, under-eating, binging, the whole gamut in order to feel okay with myself. And I had this belief that if I liked my body, if I loved my body, that I would be fat, that I would be struck fat. And fat at that point meant that I was a failure. Fat for me meant that I wouldn't be loved. Now, the interesting thing is I, I had a, a wonderful family and they would love me no matter what. Interesting that I picked that up from the cues around me, right? And so once I finally healed this place in myself, which I never thought that I would heal, I thought for sure that I would have this nagging issue, no matter how happy I would be and no matter how much success I would have and how much wonderful relationships I would have in my life, I would always have this nagging thing in the back of my head and always pretending that I felt okay about myself. Now that that's healed, you know, I feel really good about myself, about my body. I need to share this because I know how disempowering it is and I know how it can really run just a full gamut in the rest of your life in a really negative way. I think that's very powerful and I want to thank you for sharing your own experience because I think sometimes we wonder when we're in the thick of it, why is this happening to me? Why me? And it takes you stepping out of it and going through it to realize why something has that happened to you and what you need to do to make it a positive thing. Yes. And I'm all about turning it around to positive. <laughs> so how did you get involved with supporting women? I've always been interested in supporting women. And I have always been interested in my own personal growth. And I know that that's... And I've always had wonderful women in my life. I have two sisters. I have a mother. I have always had wonderful girlfriends around me. So I've been inundated with female energy. And I've seen the ups and downs, the overs and arounds of how women are with themselves. And from my own story, I've wanted to help specifically women. I do help men too. But there's, you know, there's a lot of... Uh, even the deeper story around sexuality and shame and sensuality with our bodies and a lot of things that happen to women that need to be addressed. A lot of what I deal with is kind of going into deeper issues around that as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering, like, what is the repercussion? Like, when we have as moms, or just as women, when we have these negative body image, and we know what the physical repercussion is, right? Because you're yo-yoing from weight gain, weight loss, you're on some binge diet or another. But what other repercussion have you found beyond just the dieting? Yeah, I mean, we can just have a heyday with this. I know for myself that being obsessed about my weight and my body, I was not present with people. Yeah. You go to a party, I'm having a conversation with you, but really I'm talking to the brownies that are across the table, 
right? Or across the room. So I wasn't present. I was finding a way to get my boyfriend to leave the house so I could binge. I wasn't (laughs) those moments or overeating and then taking it out on friends or my partner. Because I don't have those issues right now, I could see how if I did as a mother and I was overeating, I would very much take it out on my child. and Or even not be present, right? When we feel uncomfortable in our bodies and we feel shameful about ourselves, it's going to spew out into relationships around us. Absolutely. Unless we're super, super aware. Yeah, that's a very good point. The emotional ups and downs and then just not really being present. What are the ways that you help create that positive body image in the woman and then also in our children? Yes. Well, I think what we need to look at here as mothers, as fathers, is that the way that we can help support our children to have a positive body image, the most important thing you can do is look at your own way that you are with your body. Look at how you're talking to yourself. Look at the things that you're saying inside your head (laughs) and the things that you're saying outside that your children can hear. And we already said this briefly, but it's really, really important to, to monitor that and notice. So if your child is saying, hey, let's go swimming. Oh, no, I can't put on a bathing suit. I just gained 10 pounds. What is that saying? That's a very good point. Oh, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to have fun. We're not allowed to, oh, it's really about our weight. It's about, it's about what we look like. That's the most important thing. So I can't have fun unless I'm, I look a certain way. And we say those statements all the time. Oh, it's that time of the month. I'm bloated. I can't put it on bed. I can't go out. And we don't realize what that message is portraying. And the thing about messages is you might not meant what you said, but it's interpreted totally different depending on who's getting that statement. Absolutely. And this is very important for little boys too. So I know I have a son and if he grabs my belly and starts playing with it, and if I'm uncomfortable with my, my blue belly, and if I tell him, oh, don't touch mama's fat, ew, it's gross. What is that? relaying to him. Yeah. I want him to feel my belly and know that this is what a woman looks like. Yeah. This is what a woman feels like. He adores me. Our kids love us. They think we're beautiful. They don't want us to say negative things about ourselves. That that's that's confusing to them. Wait, what? You're telling me you're not that that you're not perfect that I, oh. So this isn't good. And so that right there is already, you know, by letting my son touch my belly and, and feel it and grab it is already showing him that what a woman looks like. So when he goes out into the world and he says, sees the air brushed <laughs> everywhere, he will still have an understanding of what a woman looks and feels like from his mama. Yep. You know, we had a show about mixed messages, you know, what we say is different from what we do. And that's a perfect mixed message. You know, we're telling our children, you're perfect the way you are. You're so beautiful. Be who you are and and embrace yourself. And then we say, oh, don't touch my belly fat. That's ugly. Well, how come we're not giving us the same message? So that's the mixed message. You love yourself, but mommy can hate myself. Yes. And that is a, you're, you're touching on a really important piece because I feel like 90% of the people that I work with and that I coach 
will say something like, I was not taught to take care of myself. I saw my mom putting everyone before herself. I was not taught to, to be with my own emotions. I was overridden. There was nothing about self-care in the environment that I, have, that I grew up in. Now they're on this journey of taking care of themselves and figuring out how to do it and working through the shame about loving themselves and what that means to take care of themselves. So it's so important that as parents, we take care of ourselves and we can get away with it by thinking, oh, I'm just going to give all my time to my children. But when they get to see you say, no, this is mama's time with herself so that I can be more present with you. So it's honoring yourself. Honoring self. Yeah. It's honoring body. It's honoring self. And it puts out a huge message for our children. Yeah. They talk about how great meditation is. And meditation is really about being present in the moment and being with yourself. Mm -hmm. And I believe that it's not only beneficial to you, but it benefits all the people around you because like you said, one of the things is that you're showing people that you're honoring the time you have with yourself. And if it's your children, we're talking about like a chocolate fountain. It starts at the top. So they're emulating and they're copying what you're doing. If you're honoring yourself and you're showing this is how mama takes time out to honor her body and be in that moment, how powerful that message is to your children. Yes, it is. And it's good leverage for us to be like, oh, I'm doing this for myself, but I'm really doing this for my for my children, you know, because it is challenging sometimes. And I get that and I understand it. So Yeah. And, you know, and sometimes when I feel those moments where I'm like emotionally out of control or I've had enough, you know, I just be like, mom is taking a time out and I'm going to meditate. So in our household, meditation has so many meanings. It's a time out. It's a time for you just to be by yourself and to regroup, to rethink. And then sometimes my children and I will meditate together. Yeah, absolutely. It's a way to honor yourself and your family, I think. Yes, and it can even be done without having to remove yourself. There's ways that we can take care of ourselves, even if you're driving the car and it's like, oh, for the next minute, I'm just going to be quiet. You yeah. can talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, and I always tell my clients because a lot of them can't just close their eyes and sit in own cross-leg totally. position. And I said, you know, for some people running, through the park or at the beach is their meditation. They zone out. I had a client who, when she sat down on the couch and pet her cat, it just put her in this alpha state, just petting her cat and just tuning out. So let's get back. How do people cope with these issues, that body image? What are people doing nowadays? Well, I see it as a big epidemic. We have 81% of 10-year-olds who are afraid of being fat, 80% of 10-year-olds have dieted. I dieted when I was started dieting when I was 10. Wow. And 90% of high school juniors and senior women diet regularly. Wow. Okay. That's pretty incredible. So it's pretty big. And there's also a statistic that was research was done that young girls are more afraid of being fat than they are of nuclear war, cancer, or losing their parents. Where does this come from? I mean, it can't all be from the family. What's going on? And we're talking about 10-year-olds that they haven't even started junior high yet. Yeah. So social media and the images that we see on, on TV and on all the social media outlets, all of these are making a huge imprint on our children. And as much as we can monitor that, it's really, really important to do so. 
and to really make sure that our children from a young age know that these images are not real. Okay. Yeah, because we're not going to we're not going to stop these images, right? Well, you know, the way I see it is is that as more and more uh, women are making a stand to say enough is enough. And I'm seeing it more and more within celebrities not getting photoshopped and there's more of a stand for positive body image. And so I feel like if, if we, every woman takes a stand to say, I am going to appreciate my body today, mm-hmm. then we can make a stand for a positive body image. And slowly we can get rid of these, some of these images and this thin privilege that we have in the world. So I agree with you. I think it's, it's a big issue. And sometimes we think that issues are way bigger than we can even deal with. But we each have a body and we each have the relationship with our own body. If you're listening to this, you have children. So you have your children and they are the ones that you can influence. So by sharing with them that the images aren't real and talking more about health more than weight, what will make you healthy? What will make you feel good in your body so that you can be active and run around and live your life to the fullest? You know, really sharing with them and really teaching our children that it isn't about what you look like. It's about how you use the body that you are given. Yes, good point. There are certain countries where overweight women actually are coveted. I know the Pacific Islanders, Hawaiians, Tahitian, Tongans, you know, they covet their women having weight on them. And it's more what we say, society, and you're right, we need to focus on healthy body, healthy eating, healthy living, and not what that weight should be. Yes. If you're with your friends and you remove yourself from talking about your body, remove yourself from talking negatively about yourself, that will make a ripple. I had a friend of mine that every time we got together, we would only talk about our food and we would talk about our weight and we would lament and we would, and I finally got to a point where I'm like, this is boring. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm kind of done with this. And I told her, I'm like, I don't really want to talk about it anymore. And it took, you know, it was like, oh, it was like we were creating almost a new relationship. But I saw and have seen since then a shift in her and the way she is with her own body. Just from me being like, I'm going to be okay with myself. I don't really want to talk about it. So it's about that what you focus on expands. And you decided let's not focus on that so we don't expand that part. And now you have a different relationship because you're focusing on something different. Yes. And with our children, you really want to slow down and just notice. Notice what they are saying. Notice what they're doing when they're dressing notice how they're feeling, really having that open communication to be able to share with them. Yes, you do look pretty. And it's not just about you looking pretty. So important. I feel like we put so much emphasis on little girls. Oh, you look so cute. Oh, look at your little outfit. Oh, look at your pretty hair. Right? Yeah. And it makes sense. We're very visual, you know? Yeah. We see them, we want to give a compliment. So it's not like it's a negative thing. It's just, I think we need to get a little bit more creative. 
in honor of supporting women to feel like they're more than just what they look like. Absolutely. And so if you, a little girl comes in and you notice she has a book on her, oh, what are you reading? Oh, that's, you must be really smart. Those kind of questions. Oh, what do you like to do? Stuff that gets them engaged in more than just what they're looking like. That's an important tool that I think that if we start practicing that, that could create some shifts and change. And that's a great point you say, because, hey, the one thing that's going to deteriorate is your face, right? Because you're going to get older, you're going to get sags, you're going to get wrinkled. And if this child feels that being pretty is the ultimate goal, and that's what she needs to show, before you know it, all these surgeries, I can see some of these, well, maybe that's what happened, is that's what was their asset was their look. So they have to keep it up with surgeries and Botox and it's all about the outside, but if you're complimenting on their brains, oh my gosh, you're so smart that you can read that thick book. Like you're not reading pictures anymore. Wow, it's all words. Then all they want to do is increase their brain power because, oh my gosh, look at mommy. My book is two inches thick now and I used to read baby books. So I can see whatever you compliment on, make sure that it's something that will increase as they grow in life. Yes, I, I very much agree with that. I know you're a Reiki master. How does Reiki affect what you do? So for those who don't know what Reiki is, Reiki is hands-on healing energy. And it is universal life force. It sounds kind of ooey-wooey, but really it isn't. (laughs) It's just the energy of unconditional love. And so Reiki can be a really powerful tool because it brings in unconditional love. And anything that is not that, gets shifted, gets moved, gets released from our body. So I know for myself in my journey of healing myself that I got to really see where I was out of alignment with this unconditional love energy. It was letting go of judgments, letting go of attachments to my body looking a certain way. And it helps people to release stress in their body so that their body heals itself. When we think about stress, we think about high levels of cortisol, right? And what does high levels of cortisol do? It puts us into fight or flight. And then if that fight or flight hormone isn't used, it often makes us reach for food that isn't good for us, cope with sugar, and sometimes we can get a nice little belly with that. This conversation really isn't about not having a little belly. It's about having a belly and being okay. However, When we are stressed out, that is something that we can find ways to cope with. And Reiki is one of those. Learning Reiki, I know I give Reiki to my son. He gives it to himself. He gives himself love, love, love when he hurts himself. And so it's just a way of bringing in something something that's almost, it's outside of ourselves and within ourselves, right? So it's aligning with the love that w- is within ourselves. That's something that's bigger than, than ourselves. And that energy I have seen for myself and, and my clients has been, and children, because I teach Reiki to children. And that's just been a really powerful. Reiki has actually been used in hospitals. Yes. This is not just woo-woo because science is now accepting it and asking for it. Yes. And for me, it's like similar to prayers because they've proven that prayers work when collectively you have a lot of people praying for someone, there is a shift. And like you were saying, Reiki is this universal energy. It's like that prayer when that collectiveness and it's focus on one area and one person. 
it has very strong effects I found. Yes. And it just kind of puts you in the right place. Yeah. And the right place within us is a place of appreciation and wholeness and perfection. Not searching outside of ourselves for something that we are not. Where are you located? I'm in Los Angeles. You can certify people in Reiki for the parents and the children, like you were saying, this is one tool that they can have in their toolbox. I love teaching Reiki to mothers and fathers and children. And I also do long distance Reiki. As you were saying, yeah. Reiki is kind of like prayers. It's I, I call it like prayer with oomph. Yeah. And I've had such great results in doing long distance Reiki to people all over the world. I love it. <laughs> If there's any mamas out there and or daddies that's listening and you're interested in getting Reiki trained, I know it doesn't, it's like a weekend class, at least the first, second level. And you can contact Marla and she can let you know how she can get you and your kids Reiki trained. We're wrapping up, but I want to make sure that you can share with the listeners, what are your current and future projects? Yes. If you're in the Los Angeles area, I am doing an eight-week series for women in June and July, and I'm super excited about it. It's something that I feel is really important is to bring women together, bring women together to celebrate their bodies, to let go of any places within oneself that isn't, isn't taking care of oneself. And I have a lot of information on my website, which is loveyourbodyloveyourself.com. I also have Talking about Reiki, I have a program called Everyday Reiki, where I send Reiki to people for a dollar a day. Oh. And it's really been fun. And I have a lot of people from all over the world. And so if you're interested in receiving long distance Reiki for a dollar a day, you can check it out on my website too. That's love your body, love yourself. And you'll find all the information to get a hold of Marla in our show notes. I want to thank you for giving such great information. And listeners, if you have any any questions, please contact Marla. Check out her eight-week women empowerment series that's coming up here. And Marla, thank you very much for showing up for me and the listener. And I hope you can come back soon. I'd love that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Go to parentpumpradio.com and click on the pink box on the top of our homepage to listen to our new and archived shows. To be instantly notified of new episodes, subscribe to our RSS feed. The RSS feed button is located at the top of the page where all our shows are featured. And after listening to the show, go to parentpumpradio.com or our Facebook page to leave your comments, questions, and topic suggestions. And while you're at our website, sign up to receive a free gift. Until next time, have a wonderful week.